Hello everybody and welcome to the September 11th edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is John Magi. I'm filling in for Pete Werner. Peter is on a cruise this week. Lucky guy. He is on the Disney Magic doing a seven night western itinerary cruise. And I think I speak for everybody here when I say we are very, very jealous. Uh, joining me is our Orlando team. We have Corey Martin, Ricky Pearson, Bob Varley, and Kevin Close. And let's get started. Um, I think we should just mention real quick that obviously today is the fifth anniversary of the attacks on the World Trade Center. Um, and by the time you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you're probably inundated already with um, images and stories and all sorts of stuff going on in the news about September 11th. And I, and I don't think that it's something that we really need to to dwell on, but um, it got me thinking that this is one of those events that you always remember where you were when you either heard about it or you saw it. It becomes kind of like the Kennedy assassination. You know, where were you when? And for many of us, that where were you when is something related to Disney. I remember watching the entire newscast. For some reason that day, I was up early earlier than usual and I had the news on and from beginning to end you know I watched intently as most of America did or probably most of the world did as the events unfolded and one of the things that um, became clear during the events of that day was that there was so much confusion and so much speculation as to what was actually going on people didn't know what was going to be a target that day and Walt Disney World got mentioned as a primary target of what might be attacked. And I remember thinking, well, first of all, I live near Walt Disney World, so that's disturbing. And also, um, you know, this is uh, would be a, a tremendous tragedy in addition to the tragedies that have already occurred if um, Walt Disney World were attacked. But thank God, luckily that didn't occur, and, and the events that took place that day were tragic enough that we did not have to endure anything like that, but I know that other people have uh, memories and recurrences of where they were when they heard about the uh, the towers being attacked and the Pentagon being attacked on that day. And actually, I know, Bob, for a fact, you were on uh, Castaway Key when it happened. Tell us about yes, that. Yes, I was. I was getting ready to de- uh, get off the ship to go on to Castaway Key, and it was raining, and we were just waiting to go out, and we started hearing these rumors about something happening in New York, and I happened to go back up to the stateroom to to get a raincoat, and I the the cabin uh, steward was there, and he had the TV on, and we we saw, actually stood there, and we watched together that the second plane hitting the the trade center, and it was like he looked at me, and I looked at him, and it, we were just in shock. And was that the last day of your cruise? You were at Castaway Key on yeah. the last day. Yeah, so uh, after that, it was like the whole ship was, uh, it, it just funneled through the ship real quick. I imagine the urge to come home was pretty great. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, my, our daughter works just across the river in New Jersey, and we had uh, we had no way of getting in touch with her. Uh, so we were kind of in the fog of where she was and, and everything else, and then... But the captain handled the situation great. 
he he actually had a, a ceremony uh, service that evening. Wow! And it, but the the whole crew and the whole uh, all the passengers, it was just a somber. You could just see the change, mm-hmm. and but I, I will say that Disney really handled it well. That's good to know. Um, I know that Corey had a different experience. Corey, you were actually working at uh, Blizzard Beach that day, weren't you? Yeah, I was. I was actually working uh, base operations, which is which is the job of Blizzard Beach. You're the central hub for the whole entire park. And I got into work around nine o'clock. Usually, when you go into Blizzard Beach and base operations, the TV always, always, always has the weather on it. It's Disney's own radar, and and the group of managers are sitting there watching this TV. I mean, the the plane, the first plane had just hit, and I got there and watched the watched the second one hit. And you know, people are waiting outside the park, waiting to come in. And we opened the park. We actually opened the park, and then a little bit later, I got a uh, I got a script to read to close the whole park down. You know, everything we do is always it's always stock. You know, stock rain closing, stock stock everything. Attention on the slopes, please. Due to approaching inclement weather. Well, this was a really, really different. It was very serious, and you know, we—I remember ending the day basically at the front of that park, handing out vouchers, water park vouchers to everybody leaving the park, and everybody's, "Well, what's happening? What's happened?" You know, and you, you didn't want to give away too much information because you didn't really know. But it, it's—it was a—it was a very, very different experience. I'll never forget it. It's one of those things that. Um you know, we we look back on it, and we we're sad by the events of that day, and we remember the things that we remember because of where we were and who we were with, and and how it impacted our lives. It's kind of nice to hear that Disney did take measures to make sure that their guests were comfortable as possible during that time. You know, in all the confusion and all the hysteria, they could have just let people leave that park and figured it out later. They could have just taken the boat and finished the cruise and that could have been it so really nice to hear that and I, I, this is a date that um no matter uh, where we were or what we were doing i think we'll all remember it um not only on the anniversary of that date but anytime something comes up that reminds us of september 11th and the tragedies of that day um let's move on to something a little more upbeat shall we <laughs> um, yeah. we have something very exciting going on um Pete Werner is, uh, as I mentioned, is on the seven night Western itinerary Disney Magic Sailing, and uh, he has called in, and he's going to be talking with us, and we've got some questions for him because we're really, really excited. Um, first, Pete, welcome, and uh, how's it? How's the cruise going? Tell us about it. Oh, cruise is going great. Um, Check in process was absolutely flawless. We got to the port around twelve thirty, quarter of one. We were on the ship by one thirty, uh, in our stateroom by two. Um, just flawless, flawless process, and the ship is, uh, as usual, is beautiful. Is the ship full? Are you uh, are you going out with a full ship this time? Actually, no, it's not. I, I think uh, as a result of Hurricane Katrina last year, um, there's only about 1,800 people on the ship, where normally it can hold about 2,400, 2,500. So um, apparently there were a lot of good deals. A lot of people got upgraded at the port. Uh, when they checked in, because so many rooms were uh, still, it looked like most of Deck 7 was uh, was available. So uh, a lot of people got upgraded Deck 7. I know I did. Uh, so it, it's definitely not a full ship. Has your stateroom 
gotten those new mattresses yet that everyone's talking about? Is that you get that really comfortable new mattress on your bed? Well, at first I didn't think we had, and then when I was talking to my stateroom host today, um, found out that in fact these were the new mattresses. To be honest with you, I think the old ones were more comfortable. Um, I've had nothing but problems with my back uh, sleeping on these. That's why I thought maybe they were the old ones or something, but. Um, I really don't see any difference. If these are supposed to be some magnificent, new, comfortable mattresses, I'm not. Uh, I'm not seeing it. But so yes, they have been upgraded. Although um, in our stateroom, we did not. We don't have the uh, upgraded amenities in terms of the H2O products. Uh, some staterooms do. Some don't. Uh, from what I understand, by the end of September, all staterooms will have the upgraded uh, amenities in the bathrooms, and will have the uh, the new mattresses. I know in the past we've talked about the new show, Twice Charmed. Have you had a chance to see it yet? Actually, not yet. Um, it's uh, Monday today, so uh, it, the show doesn't, Twice Charmed doesn't uh, play until tomorrow. But uh, having heard the soundtrack multiple times, I, I'm very, very excited to see the show. Um, it's really, based on the soundtrack anyway, it sounds like uh, Twice Charmed is as close to a Broadway musical as uh, Disney's going to get without it actually being on Broadway. So I'm real, real excited about that. The soundtrack is magnificent, and we're actually playing a lot of uh, a couple of the selections from Twice Charmed on Diz Radio. So if uh, people want to know what the fuss is about, they should listen to uh, Diz Radio, and they will certainly hear some of it. Have you had a chance to make any of your visits to the spa? We're all sitting here thinking about how much fun it would go be to go to the Rainforest Room at this point. Oh, of course. Uh, spa's the first thing we do when we get on board. Uh, Walter and I both got our uh, our passes to the rainforest room, which is uh, pretty much standard for us. And then yesterday, we both had these great massages done by uh, a man from South Africa named Gareth. If, if you have uh, if you need a deep tissue massage and, and and you have knots in your back the way I do, uh, Gareth really is your man. He gave us a great massage, so good that we're doing it again on Thursday. So. Yeah, we, we, we spend a lot of time in the spa, so that was one of the first spots we uh, we went to. Pete, have you had a chance to go to the Cove Cafe? Oh, I'm always up at the Cove Cafe. I love I, I love it. Uh, the selection of, especially the selection of herbal teas and coffee, um, is just fantastic. And of course, the wireless internet. But the wireless on the on the wireless internet on the Magic seems to be a little spotty. I've had problems staying connected and. Um, you know, it's a satellite connection as opposed to what we the wireless connections we have on land. So sometimes that plays a role. But um, outside of that, Cove Cafe is wonderful. I think it was one of the best additions they made to the Magic when they put it into Dry Dock. That and the uh, the villas in the spa, uh, the new villas they've added to the spa, which are expensive but just amazing. If you want a great treatment, just hate to go back to the spa again, but you got to go check out those villas. Hey, Pete, it's Ricky. Hey, Ricky. Well, I understand that on Sunday you are at Key West. Key West is one of my favorite places. What do you think about it? Yeah, I I, I absolutely love uh, Key West. Um, it was it was great. We had a great time. Uh, it was very 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 warm, very humid. Um, we, the first thing we did was the Conk train tour, the historical tour of uh, Key West. Twenty five dollars a person. I got to tell you, it's a bit of a rip off. Uh, the guy that was doing the tour was so boring that I was slipping into a coma while we were doing it. Um, so I, I really didn't enjoy that too much. But uh, we did go into, there's a museum, and I don't remember the name of it. There was a museum, not, maybe a few minutes walk from the uh, the port, that 
is uh, features all these uh, sunken treasure that was found by this guy off of Key West, about $400 million worth of it. And they've got gold bars and all these really, really old, uh, these old artifacts that, 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 were, that were dug up from around Key West. That was really interesting. That was $11 a person. It was a nice break from the heat um, and an enjoyable walk through. Um, outside of that, we just did a lot of shopping. Um, but you know, Key West is great. The only thing I, that bothered me about the historical tour, though, was that they um, they talked about you know the the influence that that other cultures have had on Key West without ever mentioning the fact that Key West was is and always has been uh, a gay mecca. That uh, Key West was founded based on the fact that wealthy families around the turn of the century used to send their gay children to Key West as an embarrassment to get them out of the way. That was where they put them. And that's why Key West is so associated with gay culture. Yet that was never mentioned on the tour, which to me, if you, can't, if you go through Key West without mentioning the gay influence on Key West, then you're doing it a great disservice because uh, gay men and women made, that, made Key West what it is. So. But then again, that's just me being a little biased. Hey, Pete, I know you... Um I know you love eating at Palo on the ship, and I'm sure you've probably eaten there already. Um, if so, how'd you like it? What'd you have? Yeah, we actually had dinner at Palo last night, Corey. And uh, you know, like everything else on this ship, it was really—it's it's a very consistent experience. Palo's always great. Um, the service, the food—I just love Palo. We have uh, brunch on Thursday, and we're waitlisted for high tea, so we're trying to get in for high tea, but. We'll see how that goes. I'll have I'll have more about that next week when I get home. Well, it sounds like you're having a great time. Um, anything you want to share? Any news you had? Any any info? Um, you know how it is. We love to hear rumors. We love to hear news from people who are actually on the cruise. Nothing new per se. Um, just uh, like I said, that all the um, not all the staterooms have been upgraded yet. They will finish those by September. One thing I did find out that I thought was really interesting uh, that I did not know was that. You know, everybody knows that uh, a gratuity is automatically included when you order any any drinks or anything at all. Um, a gratuity is automatically included in the price. What I didn't know was that uh, that gratuity that's included is shared among all of the uh, bartenders and and service staff on the ship. Specifically for your server or your bartender or whoever you have to leave the additional gratuity. The additional gratuity goes directly to that person, is not shared with the rest of the rest of the crew. That I, I didn't know. So I'm definitely making a point of uh, leaving an additional tip if the person in question really gave me great service, which is uh, pretty much everybody on the ship. So Sounds great. Sounds like you're having a terrific time, Pete. Um, have a great time. Enjoy the rest of your cruise. See, talk to you later. Oh, you, you guys have a great uh, have a great week. I'll, uh, I'll I'll try to think about you while I'm uh, while I'm lounging on deck. Take care, guys. Bye, Pete. Bye, Pete. Bye, have Pete. fun, Pete. Bye, bye. Well, that was nice to hear from Pete on his cruise. Um, lucky duck, really. Speaking of lucky ducks, Kevin is going to tell us some more about his uh, pre-planning for Adventures by Disney, his uh, trip to Italy. It is our trip to Italy. Kevin and I are going together, and uh, I know he's very excited about it. So well, why don't you tell us a little bit about what's going on these days? I certainly will. We're at day 16, and again, I'm not counting. However, my friends and family and even absolute strangers are probably a little tired of me here talking about it at this point. This is probably one of the most exciting things I've ever done. Some of the details have started to come up. I never considered the fact that I wasn't going to be able to spend American money. But after talking to people, dollars are not used in Italy. 
Europe, Italy is part of the European Union and uses the euro. So something we've had to take into account is the fact that we have to convert our U.S. dollars into euros. So after doing some research, I found that over the last couple of months, the euro has fluctuated anywhere between $1.17 and $1.25. What this means is that if you want to purchase one euro to be used in Italy, you're going to have to pay anywhere from $1.17 to $1.25 for that euro. The other thing is, I've been doing some research, and you have to pay not only the conversion rate, the exchange rate, excuse me, you have to pay a conversion charge. For instance, I'm, I plan on leaving the country with some euros in my pocket, so I've called my bank. And for me to buy 500 or or $1,000 worth of euros, there's a $10 fee involved. Now, I've also looked into credit cards. If you want to use your American credit card in Italy, you have to pay the going exchange rate for whatever a euro is, plus there's a conversion fee with almost every credit card of 1% to 2% something to think about when you're looking at purchases in Italy. I mean, it, it adds to what you're going to buy. You have to really think about, you know, how much more you're going to have to spend for it. It, it absolutely is something you have to consider. Uh, one of the other things we're do, uh, we've done is I've started contacting my credit cards. I have this fear that I'm going to get a, get in Italy. And with identity theft and everything, I'm... I'm happy that my credit cards are watching out for me. I just don't want to get in a restaurant and find out that my credit card has been stopped because of the fact that there's unusual activity in it. So I've started calling the credit card companies that I handle or deal with. I have to tell you, I've had two wildly different experiences. I called American Express, and American Express was, uh, fine, Mr. Close, no problem. We'll note on your account. Have a great time. If there's any problem, there's an uh, international number on the back of your card. If you have any trouble with your card, if you lose your card or if it's stolen, we'll replace it overnight. Just make sure you know the address at the hotel or wherever you're staying, and we'll have a credit card to you the next day. Couldn't have been nicer. Couldn't have been easier. I contacted another credit card company, the other credit card I carry. I'm not going to mention their name. However, I was transferred 11 times. Until finally, I was transferred to account management, and they had no clue as to what I was talking about. I think I'm the first person to ever call in and tell them that I'm going to be using my card out of the country. Hmm. I cannot tell you how uncomfortable they made me feel. So this is not something I would leave until the last minute. It's something I would give yourself some time to work out. It's something I hadn't even considered Something else that I had mentioned last week, but I really, really hadn't considered all that well, was that I need to buy an electrical converter. Uh, European electricity runs at a different rate than that of the United States. It runs at a much higher voltage. It would make your motors burn out very, very quickly if you tried to charge them. So we not only have to buy something called... uh, a voltage converter, but you also have to have an adapter, and the adapter has to be specific to the place you're going. From what I understand, there are three different adapters necessary for Italy. So, again, this is not something that I think anyone should leave to the last minute, but you have to take it into account. I strongly recommend that if you're planning on traveling anywhere, that you buy a guidebook. I have found a great deal of information from 
travel guides that I've purchased that gave me information such as this without even worrying about the specifics of where I was going or what I was going to see. It's more along the lines of these are general tips that any traveler would need to know. So again, very soon we'll have our <laughs> 2007 pricing out and uh, people will be able to plan their 2007 adventures by Disney. And as always, if you have any questions or if there's any way I can help you with your planning, you can reach me at abd at wdwinfo.com. Again, that's abd at wdwinfo.com. Just address your email to Kevin, and I'll be happy to help you in any way I can. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, we're very excited. I know one thing we did that you haven't talked about yet is we went out, we got some uh, some CDs to help us learn Italian. Oh, we did. We have a CD in the car that we listen to, and uh, let me give you the background on this. We watch a TV show called The Amazing Race, and we find that the people who do really well on The Amazing Race know a few words or phrases in in any country they go to. I also don't want to go abroad and be the person who just stands and points. (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's disrespectful. I mean, I I want to go there, and I want to be able to say a few phrases. At least have some basic knowledge, you know? Right. I also would like to experience some of the culture i don't want to just be the tourist i would like to be able to say i've learned things like hello um ciao i've learned uh good good day buongiorno and good night buena sera and i have learned things like pleased to meet you which is piacere so i'm trying to learn some phrases that when i get over there i mean i'm not trying to learn to actually speak Italian, but I would like to be able to acknowledge people and kind of be a polite guy. How do you, how do you say sad little crab cake for whenever <laughs> you're at dinner? You know? <laughs> how much <I> is this? <laughs> I do know how to say how much is this. Quanta Costa. However, my problem that I have is I know how to say how much is it, but if they answer me in euros, I can only count to 10. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it something's 30? I'm, they're going to have to say DHA, 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 which is a three times ten. So uh, there's still going to be some pointing involved. Gotcha. It's going to be a fun trip. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Kevin, as usual. Oh, um, any good rumors this week? I do. I uh, One of the Bell's Mall, it's actually not the Bell's Mall anymore. It's called the Prime One Factory Outlets. One of the buildings was torn down. And we were very surprised to hear this. It was the building at the far end, uh, the far north end of International Drive. While the building isn't completely torn down, it's been pretty much gutted and taken apart, I have some insider information that I know what's going in there. I know you were really happy to hear it yesterday. We went to a travel uh, trade show at the Orange County Convention Center, and I was speaking to a woman who tells me that the largest part of that last building is going to be devoted to a Neiman Marcus outlet. Mm. That's pretty cool. Who can afford to shop in the real Neiman Marcus? There are also going to be some high-end retailers in there with Neiman Marcus, and I apologize, but I can't tell you who they are. Not because I don't want to, (laughs) but because I don't know. (laughs) But I do know about Neiman Marcus. That sounds like it's going to be fun for you. (laughs) Um, Great, great. Thanks, Kevin. Let's uh, let's turn our attention to the Diz. What's going on in the Diz, Corey? We got uh, any upside updates or anything you want to talk about? Yeah, I'll talk about the um, 
you know, rehabs. If you're if you're coming to Disney in the next month or few months, there are some things you can expect to be closed or temporarily closed. Uh, Cinderella Bration, final performance on September 16th. No great loss. No Is that still loss. going on? <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> When's that in? So if you miss that, you know, you didn't miss much. Uh, Living with the Land, boat ride, it's going to reopen on the, ni- the 17th. Uh, it's been closed from, from August 20th. Hall of Presidents closed from 9-11 through 9-24, reopening on the 25th. Um, Mickey's Country House will be reopening on the 16th. It's closed from 9-11 through the 15th. Um, Lights Motor Action Extreme Stunt Show. That will be closed from 9-14 through 9-19, reopening on the 20th. Now, a little further ahead, Blizzard Beach is going to be closed from 11-1 through 1-06-07. So... Isn't that their, uh, that's their normal rehab? That's their normal rehab. It, they, they, they swap out with uh, Typhoon Lagoon. But, you know, it's funny that, you know, Blizzard, the only park that really plays uh, Christmas music all year long, is going to be closed for be Christmas. Closed yeah. So um, Fantasmic is also going to be closed from November 1st through November 8th, reopening on the, the 9th. So those are just some rehabs. We have all these on the site. They change often, so just uh, check those out. That's from the, uh, you can get to it from the theme parks area of the Diz. Yeah, another update on the in the dining side. We, uh, in response to the free dining package offer, Disney has added um, some temporary dining options through the third of October. Um, there's Chef Mickey's, Ohana, um, Boma, Concourse Steakhouse, and Tomorrowland Terrace Cafe. We have all the details and on the main dining page for uh, times and and the dates that these are going to be available. Um, also, in our discounts area, we've we've been doing an incredible job of keeping. Uh, airline discounts up to date um these change daily weekly so hourly hourly yeah also uh just to say real quick that uh one of our uh, our team members regina has been keeping up on those and doing an excellent job excellent excellent job because it it is really hard to go out there and find discounts for all these different airlines and and she has done an incredible job doing that so you, you have to check those out if you're interested um in getting some great deals Corey, I, I've been looking at one at Southwest. They have a, a search engine tool that they call it's Ding, D-I-N-G. Yeah, I'm familiar with it. Yeah. And I had signed up for it uh, probably six months ago, and I really hadn't thought about it until that's this past week. I, I saw on the TV they had an ad about it, and all these – it makes a, a sound when the deal comes in. Like a ding sound? Yeah. And you see you see on the commercial all these people running back to their desk and looking at the deal that came out. So I was playing around with it this week, and I found the other day that they had a deal for $34 one way to fly between Boston and not Boston, uh, Providence and Orlando. And uh, there were other other deals out there, but it, it's a time sensitive thing. It's flight sensitive. Uh, it's a specific flight. You also have to be very diligent with those discounts. You have to look all the time. Yeah. You have to keep on top of it. The other information that you need to know is if you find them, grab them. They don't last long. I just recently saw one that if you were flying into Albany, New York. Round trip, it was $59 each way. That's $118 for a round trip flight from Albany to Orlando. But again, you have to act on it. It's not the kind of thing where you have a lot of time. Along with that, um, if you tie in the the DING program and and book one of these cheap flights, 
you can tie that in with Buena Vista Suites, who has an $84 rate in the month of September. And between the two of them, you, you can save a lot of money and, and get a great discount. That, that'll put together a nice little vacation for you. Yeah, if um, you were looking to do a couple of days getaway, that would be a relatively inexpensive way to come see the magic. Absolutely. I mean, that's like a tank of gas one way. Yeah, yeah that sounds that's great. There's some great deals there, Bob. Um, anybody else, any of our other off-site uh, hotels have any good deals out there? Swan and Dolphin has uh, a $159 rate for select dates in September. That's a great rate. You're right there in the Epcot Hotels area. You can't beat that location. Oh, and also with Swan and Dolphin, they have completely redone this hotel. I mean, it is brand new. I mean, new paint, new lobby, mm-hmm. the the dining locations, are they've all been redone. It, it, is, it looks that, incredible. Yeah, we have that slated to go take some photos and get that up on the site in the near future. Great, great. Um, I know that if Pete were here, he'd want us to talk about Universal. So, Ricky. Yeah. Love it or hate it, Ricky. Love it or hate <laughs> yeah. it. Well, I do have some info about Universal. Um, I'd like to mention that I have been working on the, on the, on the Diz, on the section of Universal, and there has been some updates. Um, prices have been updated, among other things, so you might want to go check it out, wdwinfo.com, Universal section. Um, but there are also some discounts. Uh, the biggest one that's up there is a kid's free ticket. With an online purchase of a two-day, two-park ticket at regular price, you get one kid's ticket for free. This is kids ages three to nine years old. Uh, so that's, but again, I have to enforce that it's an online purchase. You can't get this offer at the gate. Another one is for the AAA members. For you AAA members, if you uh, buy a one-year pass, a two-park annual pass before September 30th, you get the second year for free. So in other words, you buy a one-year pass at regular price, and you get the second year for free. Universal is kind of famous for doing that. Universal and SeaWorld, not just AAA, but quite often they'll run the buy one year, get one year free. For so Florida residents and things yeah, like that. Florida residents. Uh, but even even beyond that, if you purchase during a certain time, they'll run those promotions yeah, too. I so took advantage of it. I got two years. Definitely worth, year. you know, keep your eyes and ears open for specials yeah. like that. I mean, that definitely makes it worthwhile. And this one expires on the 30th of this month. So uh, if you're interested in it, I suggest you, you go ahead and purchase it. Bob, didn't you have a final closing date on... Back to the Future? Back to the Future did announce officially that they were going to close the the ride attraction. They they don't even have a date for it, but they've already closed half of the ride already, and they have their, their so-called Imagineer-type people looking at what they can actually do in, in that building. So I'm kind of happy to see that go. It was, uh, yeah. it's a, it was a rough ride. Yeah. It, I it hurt was. my back several yeah. times. I've heard a rumor about that, too. What's that? That it might be a, something associated with The Simpsons. Really? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, I heard I'm a big fan. Again, that's complete hearsay. Gotcha. I hope so, because I'm a big fan of The Simpsons. So if you're looking for the, if you're a Back to the Future fan, you only have a short time left. Yep. Probably yeah. the end of September, I'd say. Yeah. And then uh, the other offer that I saw is uh, for also for AAA club members. Um, it's a one-day, two-park ticket. Um, you get it for forty nine ninety five instead of the usual sixty seven plus tax. So for you AAA members, there's there's some great offers, and we have them up on the site. So these aren't the only options, but um, That's if you're interested, savings. yeah, if you're interested, go check them out. Excellent, thank you, Ricky. Well, that takes us to our sound off topic. 
Um, our sound off topic for last week was how much is too much with the new uh, finger scanners that take uh, measurements of your fingerprint, not your fingerprint per se, but points on your finger. Are we giving up too much information to Disney? Is this infringe on our civil liberties? We had quite a response. We had uh, much more people are seem to be writing in for the sound off topic than calling in. So I encourage you to do that if you uh, if you want to be heard on uh, on our podcast. Please, please, please call in. It's a toll free number, but uh, we do want to uh, play one of those that person who did call in, and that was Todd. And Todd had an interesting point of view, and uh, let's hear what he had to say. Hi, my name's uh, Todd, and I'm calling about the Diz uh, Sound Off. And uh, I agree with what you're saying about uh, losing the privileges and stuff to get into the parks and stuff, or the right, you know, if they're taking away rights and stuff. I feel that if you're taking away rights for freedom, are we really free? Just a slogan I heard before, and I just have to agree with it. Um, I find that Disney gathering that kind of information is just way too much. Just think, I mean, selling personal information today is very, 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 very big and very, very big business. If they get someone that, back in the old days, if someone just used an annual pass, yeah, they had the information on the person they knew when they came and go. But they're gathering information on everyone that comes and goes into the park. And they can also sell that information to travel travel companies and stuff for for their profit, too. They can actually make money on the deal. Uh, I just don't like the idea. I think uh, I think Todd sort of agrees with Pete's point of view on this, that uh, we're giving up too much information and we're, we're uh, sort of selling off our civil liberties uh, for the fact of keeping ourselves safe and giving information to companies. So I understand what Todd's talking about. One of the things that surprises me is how many people have mentioned the fact that they feel this is being done for security. Yeah, you're right. Disney's yeah. made no mention of the fact that this is a security issue. This is strictly to make sure that the passes are being used yeah. by the right people. We've even had people suggest that Disney could catch wanted felons as they entered the park. <laughs> I don't think Disney uh, can you, wants that Can you imagine walking up to the park and you're seeing people taken off in handcuffs? I mean, I, that's... I, I, I would go every day. <laughs> I get a lawn chair out there. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, uh, not the right idea. I don't think Disney's ever suggested that this was a security measure. I don't think Disney has ever su- suggested that at all. But I think that it's fair to extrapolate out and theorize of where this information could be used. And I don't believe that it's that at all. That it's you know they're looking for um, to catch people in any sense. I think that the fear is that this information will be given out to authorities that don't really have the right to have this information in the sense of how it was collected. Then that's a security breach. Right. right. But I think it's fair to extrapolate on all what the possible uses of this information is. And I go back to my original statement was, why can't we just have our picture put on our, on our passes? Again, we were just at a trade show this Sunday, which was a lot of fun, actually. Which yeah, we had a great time. It was a great time. And one of the booths were giving out luggage tags. They um, had you sit down in front of a blue screen. They took your picture with a digital camera, and within less than a minute, they yeah. printed out a I, luggage tag. I timed it. It was about 30 seconds, and that thing kicked out, and it was amazing. It had your picture on it. It had a phone number for a contact, and it had your full name on it. So the technology's out there. What 
happens with your information and all that is is separate into it of itself from what I feel is that let's just put our pictures on our on our uh, and that, passes. I going along with that same idea, we had someone write in dreams are made of I believe that's their Diz name and they're from uh Michigan and dreams are made of suggests that we're in the information age. He or she, I apologize, I don't know which this is, suggests that just about every place you go asks for your name or your uh, zip code or your phone number. And Disney's on the cutting edge of this technology. They can afford this technology before other companies can. This person doesn't think that this is going to become an issue. and uh, But also suggests that it might have some positive benefits. Imagine not having to carry a driver's license any longer, that everything is done off your fingerprint. Or applying for a mortgage. You'd be able to do that at a bank with just the touch of your finger. So, Key to the world finger, huh? <laughs> your finger to the world. Um, but again, dreams are made of also questions. What happens when there's a security breach and this information falls into the hands of people who are not going to use it for the good of mankind but are going to misuse this information so all of a sudden there's a database of this information out there so again dreams are made of thank you for your response thanks kevin um todd and the person who is dreams are made of since we used your sound off uh responses for our podcast this week you're each going to receive a 25 dollar gift certificate to the mandara spa at the Walt Disney World Dolphin. We hope you use that well and enjoy your, your time there. Um, we have got a new sound off topic for this week. And this ties into Disney's new promotion. Disney's doing the Year of a Million Dreams starting October 1st. Kevin, give us a little bit of information on that. The Year of a Million Dreams promotion is going to be, it's going to allow cast members to become involved in the process of making uh, guests at Disney World's dreams come true. There will be uh, different levels of things offered. Uh, people are going to be given lifetime fast passes. Other people are going to be chosen to spend nights in the castle. And I think they fall anywhere in between. What they're offering is they're uh, offering cast members a chance to make, make someone's dream come true. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, we are going to be using that for our sound-off topic this week. So for next week's podcast, uh, tell us what your Disney dream would be. We want you to be creative. We want you to really give us some uh, some food for thought of if you could have any Disney dream, what would that be? If we uh, play it or read it on our podcast for next week, you'll receive a prize from the Diz. And to call in with your response to the, to the sound off question, our toll-free number. It's toll-free, everybody. Toll free. Toll free. Toll free. One. Gratis. 877-310-9662. It's also on our website. So if you click on sound off, you can you can write in or uh, call in and leave us your sound off response. We really like hearing from you. I enjoy listening to the people. Yeah. I'd love to I have agree. some more people call in and tell us what their dreams are. It makes it a little more personal. I agree. I love to hear people's voices and and hear what they have to say and the inflection in their voice when they when they put it give us their response exactly excellent um i've got some news for everybody not going to give you too many details i've got a little teaser for you we are going to be running a pod 
cast contest. Do I have you intrigued? Ooh. Am I eligible? No, you're not eligible. Can I win? No. What we're going to do is we're going to... Let me tell you the prize first, so hopefully this will get you excited. We're going to be giving away a four-night Disney Cruise vacation. Um, the details will be to follow, but we think that's a really, really great prize. And it's going to be based on our podcasts. It's going to be a podcast scavenger hunt. That's all I'm going to tell you. So it's really, really important that you listen to our podcasts. You pay attention. Every word. Every single word. You never know what those questions will be. Oh, Lord. And <laughs> could be anything. <laughs> and at the, uh, at the end of our contest, we'll take all the people who have answered our questions correctly, and we'll be drawing a winner from that pool of answers. I'm going to give wait. these folks a head start. Just a, just a little help so they know what they should be listening for. Okay. Think back. Who did Corey tell you was responsible for the updates to the airfare schedule? Who told you about the airfare specials? If you can answer this question, you might be ready to play. Uh, Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good clue. Now, see, that's not an actual question, but that's a hint as to how we might run this. It's a practice round. It's a practice round for Diz Podcast Scavenger Hunt. Keep listening for more details. Great. Well, thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening, and thank you guys for uh participating in this week's podcast um been a little weird not having pete here actually sitting here with us uh he'll be back next week and we'll be back to normal with our uh, podcast crew and we look forward to doing that thanks again and have a great week everybody